Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan-Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today we have someone very special on the call, and it's Stu McLaren. Welcome, Stu. Connie, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is just so wonderful. Uh, I've been in a mastermind group with you for several years where uh, I'm just kind of one of the mastermind members, and you were kind of one of the masterminds. Whoa, I don't know about that, but that was uh, that's very kind of you to say. But it is, uh, I've definitely enjoyed our time together. It's a great group. It, it really is, and we just met again in uh, in Las Vegas, and that's where you and I were talking. And I thought that you would be perfect for this. I'm doing 50 podcasts during 2012, and here at the end, I only have about 10 more. I'm being very, very picky. Well, I, you know, A, I'm excited uh, to, to be here, but B, I mean, knowing that I, I made the cut, I mean, that just, uh, that, that makes it f- me feel even even more special. <laughs> well, you really should, because not everyone makes the cut. It's very sad in many cases. That's true, that's true. <laughs> All right, so Stu, for people that don't know you, I just want to say that, uh, you and your partner Tracy Childers started Wishlist Member so that we could all have membership sites. But what I want you to do is tell us about how you got started because I had referred to you as a whippersnapper, and it turns out that that's not a positive term to use. So I'm going to retract any whippersnapper statements I've made, and I'm going to call you just kind of a youngster. <laughs> how about that? But but tell us how you how you got started. How did you come to be on the internet? Well, um, you know, it started way back when um, I had uh, I was going to business school at university, and to make a really long story short, I was also playing on the varsity soccer team, and we had a really good team, and we during my time at school we won two national championships, but I share that because it was a large focus of my time at school, and in this particular. Uh, university business program, you had to maintain a certain grade. And after my first year, I didn't, I didn't maintain that grade. So I actually got like the pink slip that said, you know, you may no longer proceed in the honors business program. And Aww. my world was completely turned upside down. I can imagine. Yeah. And so I had to figure something out. Well, again, um, just to make a long story short, I uh, spoke to a couple professors. I did some extra credits over the summer and I got back in. Second year wasn't much better. I just barely scraped by. But third year, everything changed for me. And it was because I watched this video in our class of this gentleman by the name of Doug Hall. Now, many people may not have ever heard of Doug Hall, but he wrote a book that completely changed my life. Because once I saw this video, I immediately went and bought his book. And his video was all about how he had all these big Fortune 500 uh, company CEOs and executive teams coming to his Eureka Ranch, and during their time there, they would brainstorm on new product ideas, and he was charging companies $150,000 for three days of brainstorming, and during their time there, they're in like shorts and t-shirts, and they're shooting Nerf guns at each other, and I'm looking at that thinking, that is what I want to be doing, (laughs) and um, so anyway, I, I researched more, found out more about Doug, and I, I read his book, Jumpstart Your Brain, and it was an eye-opener for me. And Basically what it taught uh, me how to do was to think more creatively. So I started applying that to my schoolwork, and I went from bottom of the class to top of the class, graduated top of my class, graduated as uh, most outstanding male of the graduating class. It was a complete turnaround for me. So I was really passionate about the subject of creative thinking because I'd seen what it had done for me in my life. 
So after graduating, I wanted to teach other students that, and that's kind of how I all, it all began for me because I started teaching and speaking at high schools and colleges and universities, and I realized that I needed a way to leverage myself, leverage my expertise and leverage the presentations, and that's where I started looking online as far as how can I package the same presentation that I'm delivering to an audience but instead deliver it to a much bigger audience, which would obviously be everybody that's on the Internet. Wow. Well, you know, I did not know that story. I had not heard any part of that ever, and I just looked up Eureka Ranch. Very, very interesting. See that? And I love the idea that, you know, one person and their vision changed your life forever. It's amazing how we come to those points in our lives, and we can look back and we can say, you know, a, a pivotal decision here, another one here, a turning moment there completely changes the course and direction of your life. And that, for me, was definitely one of them. And I'll, I'll never forget, you know, I had um, graduated university, and uh, we were going into the summer, and I was attending a, a creative thinking conference. And um, I had seen this one speaker. He had delivered multiple workshops, and I just loved him, and I loved the way he delivered and taught and so I went to another one of his workshops, and this was the fourth one in the same conference that I had been attending. And he, he said to me, he's like, listen, Stu, you've been to all my other ones. There's, there's going to be overlapping content. I would encourage you to go explore some of the other sessions. And so I thought, okay. So I went and I looked, and all the other sessions that I wanted to go to were full, except for this one, which was on journaling. And, Connie, um, being my male ego kicked in, and I said, no, I'm not going to go to journaling because journaling is for girls. <laughs> and, but that was the only one that I could get into. So I went to this journaling one, and during this journaling session, they were talking about you know, writing down uh, you know, what's on your mind. And so I was writing about a friend of mine that was contemplating whether he should go out and start his own business. And I was saying, uh, as I'm writing, I'm thinking, I was saying, he he should just go for it. He's just got to have the courage, and he's uh, he's already doing it now anyway. Like, why doesn't he just do it? And then the whole part of the exercise is when you take a moment and you reflect on it. What I really realized was that I wasn't just talking about him. I was also talking about myself. And so I look back at that. That was another pivotal moment because after that, I had already signed to go and start uh, work with a corporate company that. Uh, it was great pay. I had a company car and benefits. It was everything that my parents had ever wished that I would have. And I ultimately decided to resign before I even started um, just to pursue my own business. And, and that was another pivotal moment. And it's interesting to see how all these like major decisions do change the course and direction of your life. Definitely. Plus, you know, just kind of a side note, it's always funny how our parents are really so concerned about us having a company car, considering they didn't want us to learn to drive in the beginning. <laughs> that's so true. So important. But yeah, I love, you know, I love hearing these stories of, of how people, you know, kind of grow into who they are. And I think fortunate for you, you were able to do that during your 20s. Many of us, you know, such as myself, it was you know, not until I was 50 that I really started what I consider my life now. So I think that that's, you know, amazing, and we all can benefit from you doing things so early on. Yeah, you know, the way I looked at it was the best time to go out on my own was after I had just graduated university because I was used to eating peanut butter and jam sandwiches. So, <laughs> you know, I could scrape by, and it really wasn't that much of a change in terms of my lifestyle because I, I was used to being a student. Whereas, you know, I give another friend of mine, uh, Brayden Douglas, 
I give him so much credit because he made the transition, and you yourself too, Connie, to becoming an entrepreneur way later in life where things are a lot more challenging. You know, you got bills, you got family responsibilities, there are a whole bunch of other yeah. um, uh, situations. So, I mean, for those people who make that transition later on in life, I my hat's off to you. I have so much admiration and respect for uh, all of you because uh, you're making a certainly – uh, what can be some t- what can feel like a, a much more challenging uh, decision i was uh, i just knew that i was used to being uh, poor as uh, a poor student so it wasn't really that much of a, a jump for me right yeah no and i know what you're saying because i think you know as we get older and we do have those responsibilities with you know a house payment and and i had medical bills and then extended family stepchildren and grandchildren and you know it's easier for you to say uh, no, I'm not going to take this leap of faith and do what I want to do. It isn't fair to those around me when, in reality, you know, it's it's not fair that you don't do it. Absolutely. There's so much wisdom in what you just said there because, you know, we can sit back and we can not do things for other people or we can, you know, take a moment and realize that if we do things for ourselves, we're going to make things better for everybody else. Um, so it, there's definitely a lot of wisdom in what you said in terms of being you know, just making that decision and moving forward with it. Yes, and, you know, I know for for you, Stu, you, you know, you've done things just in a very different way than, than what I've done. I know when I first came online, which was the very end of 2005, and then into 2006 was when I made my decision to resign from teaching and give away my real estate clients and, and really come online, you know, full-time. I called myself a weekend uh, entrepreneur up and, up until that point. And then I, I came full-time. And the first thing that I saw was membership sites. And it, right away, that really resonated with me. And it was my dream to have one. And I looked into two different companies that provided the software and the platform, everything for that. And both of them kind of started at around $5,000. And then right. there was ongoing maintenance, things like that. And I thought, gee, you know, for me to do that, first I'd have to have that much money. I didn't have that much money because I had spent money getting online. And then I thought I'd have to have somebody to keep maintaining it for me because everything was just so difficult to do technologically. And I thought, gee, I don't even have any members. And so I kind of put that part of my dream on the shelf for several years. And then I connected with you, and you were starting Wishlist Member. And I thought, you know, could this be the answer to my prayers and my dreams? And the answer was yes, it was. So how did that really come about, and, and give us a little more background on Wishlist Member? Well, first of all, thank you very much for that. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize that was the backstory uh, as well, so I appreciate you sharing that. So the idea for Wishlist Member came from partly what you just said there, frustration. Frustration in terms of the options that were available at that time. You know, I, I consider myself fairly technical, like I've I've been working online for quite a bit, so I'm familiar with you know, the technical aspects of running an online business. But even with that said, I was struggling to get my own membership site set up. And everybody had been telling me, you know, you got to get a membership site set up for all the various reasons uh, that I'm sure we'll, we'll d- discuss. But I was having a very difficult time doing it. I needed to contact a webmaster, and I needed them to get me help, help me get uh, things set up, and they needed to do all kinds of things with my server, and then they needed to integrate this script and that script, and it was a nightmare. And it was very quickly becoming the most frustrating thing that I have ever experienced. And I was sharing this with my now business partner, Tracy. 
And I was moaning and I was groaning to him about how difficult this was and it shouldn't be this difficult. And all I want to do is I just want to use WordPress to publish the information and then just have it protected. And he said, well, why don't we build it? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, why don't we build a solution for WordPress that turns WordPress into a membership site? And I was like, well, that sounds awesome, but I'm not a programmer, so I have no idea how to go about doing that. Well, he had his own software company, and he had a uh, very, very good programmer in Mike who was working with Tracy at the time. And he said, listen, Mike is capable of doing this. If you just put together the screenshots of what you want things to look like, he'll be able to build it. And so that's kind of what happened. I went into Photoshop, and you know I'm uh, an amateur Photoshop guy, so <laughs> I know enough to be able to, to be dangerous. And so I went in there, and I created some basic mock-ups of what I wanted to see and then also the features that I'd like to have. And it was very, very um, simple and straightforward. And that was the whole focus was, listen, there's for sure going to be other people like me who just don't want to have to deal with all the technical aspects they just want to quickly get a site set up. And so that was the focus. We started building that in uh, August of 2008, and it took us about a month to get the first beta version. And then we actually offered it to our um, Platinum group yeah. for a discount for you know to be beta testers. And um, almost everybody in the group took us up on it, which was amazing. We got tons of great feedback, and we kept working on it, kept working on it. And then in October 22nd of 2008 was when we first sold it to the general public. And um, as the story goes, the rest is history. You know, now, uh, several years later, we now power over 42,000 uh, online membership sites and communities. I mean, just saying that, it, it, it just gives me goosebumps. Like my yeah. hair is standing on end on my, on my arm because I had never envisioned uh, it growing so big and uh you know and and contributing to so many people's businesses and lives and so forth but it is and uh, yes. we're congratulations so, in a major way thank you thank you yeah and I, I, I we're just so grateful and humble and all we've been doing this whole time Connie is just putting our nose to the grindstone just to continue to make it better and better and better and uh, our customers see that and um it's yeah it's just been a great experience yes I, and for me I was so proud I, you know I guess like a mom because I I am um, you know, so ancient compared to to you. Come um, on, Connie. <laughs> Come but I'm on. Young, I'm young at heart, though, so that counts. I get well. You look great for your age, because I would never, <laughs> honestly, I would never have pegged you for you know <laughs> for a as, senior citizen. Yeah, you, that's amazing. Yeah, I get my senior citizen discount at at uh, one of the clothing stores in town, <laughs> and and they never. I always say senior discount. And they just do it. I guess they've been told to do that. They don't ask for ID, but but anyway. <laughs> but for me to see you, you know, make make that transition from just you know new innovation getting that off the ground and for someone like me to see that as the answer to our prayers and then to see you follow through with it and then to really because I think the hard work comes after you've done it for 6 months to a year then you have to really make that commitment or else it just kind of might flounder and not continue and to see yeah. that I was so proud and I was watching on social media and from within our platinum group and everything and it was just so exciting, and for me, I was able then to have not one, not two, but many, many membership sites because of it, and now I don't think twice. I can set them up so quickly, and I can do most of that myself. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I and I'm not a tech that. person, yeah. But, but there's a couple lessons buried in that, right? Like first, 
you know, the fact that this whole idea came from a frustration. So the fact that if you're frustrated with something, chances are there's an opportunity buried there. You know, I was really frustrated with the fact that, you know, the technology side of getting a membership site up at that time when I was trying to do it was really difficult. And so, sure, it's easy for somebody who's like a programmer who knows how to do all that kind of stuff, but for an everyday Joe like myself, it was not. So there's opportunity there. How can we take that difficult process and make it simple? And then the other lesson I would say is that most people online, they have all kinds of new ideas, and they're constantly like they're going from one to the next to the next to the next to the next. And we, as you mentioned, took a different approach. We just focused on the one idea and just focused on building a business around that. And I think there's a lot of power in that type of focus. And so, you know, we've seen it in our business in terms of the growth. And, uh, you know, we continue to stay focused in terms of that because we're really looking to build a business around that one thing versus, you know, just constantly cranking out multiple little things. Right. Plus you're you're open to ideas you know, from um, users such as myself, but you don't feel obligated to follow through with that if it doesn't fit in with your, you know, overall mission and vision and what would be good for the community of people that use it. So I like that you don't bend to different ideas. Yeah, there's de- it's definitely a, a balance. you definitely got to walk that fine line because you, de- you want to show that you're open and you definitely want to be open to new ideas because you're always going to get people who suggest this and suggest that. And you've always got to take a step back and say, okay, how can we incorporate these types of suggestions and ideas but yet not affect the way that the business is, is building and growing? So, for example, one of the things that we were very mindful of very early on, and I give my business partner credit for this, uh, Tracy, is that we were very mindful of not making the code of Wishlist Member become very slow and cumbersome by adding all these extra features that nobody really uses. Because everybody has their own uh, implementation of it or their own way of using it. And so somebody will say, yeah, you should add this, and you should add that, and you should add this. And they're all great ideas, but not everybody uses them. And if we add them all, uh, it's just going to slow the core of Wishlist Member down. So what we realized was, there is a way to be able to, to satisfy both worlds. And so we built um, a, an API, and that's just a technical term, which means that there, it's a way for uh, other things to communicate with Wishlist Member to give it additional functionality. And so people could build these other things that would tie into Wishlist Member, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't bog down the code of Wishlist Member. Does that make sense, Connie? It, it does make sense, you know, and, and it, start, it starts to get fuzzy for me. <laughs> but, Basically, what yeah. it means is that um, we, you're right, we kept the core ideas uh, simple, and then we still took suggestions, we were still open to suggestions, but found an alternative way to be able to adapt to those. Perfect, because I think, you know, we've all had the experience where we start with something, and the next thing you know, it changes, and it became very technical, and it wasn't what it was in the beginning. And then, you know, finally, then someone, someone like me, and you know, most of my people are brand new people to the internet, and definitely brand new to membership sites. And you know, we just want things that we can jump right in and get it going, and it works. And that's what Wishlist Member does. And I want people now to go ahead and take a look. I'm going to give you my affiliate link, membershipsitesmadesimple.com. And right now, what I have that directed to is the video that you do, Stu, showing the 10 membership models. 
I found that to be really the best one that's you know explanatory for for my people that are more beginning. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's a great video because it gives an overview of all the different types of membership models that are available. You know, many times uh, people think of one specific model, but what we found just through the way our customers use Wishlist Member is there are many different ways that it can be done. And in that video, I definitely talk and highlight the the main ones that people are are using, and I give examples too in terms of you know what people are doing and how they're doing them and so forth. Yes, and now it's been four years for you. Hard hard to believe four years. And you're doing something special then this month? Yeah, so every year what we do is we celebrate that first day that we started selling Wishlist Member to the general public. Um, so some people call it a birthday, some people call it the anniversary. We just call it a big celebration of the <laughs> fact that we started selling it to the general public on October twenty second, 2008. So every year we do a celebration around that. And so there's a promotion every October that anybody who purchases Wishless Member gets a whole bunch of extra stuff. Now, the cool part is we also reward our existing customers with a whole bunch of extra stuff as well. So if you're an existing customer, guess what? You're going to be getting a whole bunch of goodies this month as well. If you're not a customer yet, this is definitely the best time to join or to, to purchase Wishless Member because you get a whole bunch of goodies. And this month, what we've done is we've bundled four major interviews together and we've created a book, a physical book that will be sent to all new customers. And it the book is a, a compilation of ideas and insights about building communities. You know, and these are ideas and insights from people that are out there doing it, sharing how they have built communities around their product, services or brand or their expertise and how that community has helped benefit them and their growing business. Now, you mentioned, uh, Connie, that you've now got several different membership sites. I want to ask you, I'm going to flip the, turn the table. How has membership sites helped you in your business? It's helped me by being able, you know, making it possible for me to really create my own community. And I started by just using it uh, for my downloads. So I had a, a product on uh, traffic, targeted traffic techniques, and I put that into a membership area so they had to you know, go into the membership area to receive the downloads, so that way they were protected, which was very important to me at that time. And I found, though, that the people wanted to connect in a further way. Mm. So I was selling them, you know, this whole program at a one cost, one-time cost, but then I added monthly recurring because they wanted to be part of that. They wanted to join in. They wanted to see what I was doing and how I could share that with them on an ongoing basis. Right. And then for my mentor program, I did the same thing, where people then are a member of that, where, you know, I think all of us, we want that sense of community, we want to belong, and being able to be a member, um, and another thing that I always think of is, we are always on the internet, we're explaining to friends and family members what we're doing, why we're spending money, and why we're on the computer. A membership site makes sense, because everybody knows what it means, Right. And so when you tell, you know, the spouse or the adult child, whoever it is, when you say, well, I have to log into the members area to get the new information, they just nod their head. They understand what that means, and I find that to be very valuable. Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of benefits to a membership site, and as you said, building a community is really one of them, really connecting people who have a shared interest or a passion or a desire to learn around a certain subject. I mean, it is perfect for that kind of thing. I mean, the other, from a business standpoint, there's also the benefit of the recurring revenue. I'm sure you experienced that, did you not? Yes, yes. 
Yeah, and the recurring revenue, the real benefit to that is it's great, obviously, to have that revenue coming in each month. But what I'll tell you is the bigger benefit is the peace of mind because it provides stability in your business. So rather than chasing new customers all the time, all you got to do is just worry about taking care of the customers you already have. And that is, to me, just a so much more simple business model because it's more predictable. You're not worrying where the sales are coming from. All you have to worry about is just taking care of people that have already raised their hand and said, yes, I want some more of that. And it's just a totally different uh, shift in mind, but it provides so much peace of mind to you, the business owner. Would you agree, Connie? I would agree completely, Stu. And also, once somebody is part of one of my membership sites, even if it's just where I have a product download, they're much more likely to want to join a second and then a third membership site because they know what to expect. They know that it's easy to get in. It's easy to get the information they need. It's easy for them to move forward. They don't have to think twice about it. Absolutely, yeah. And there's a lot to be said in terms of the loyalty that a membership site creates with your customers because it becomes uh, it's the transition from a transaction to a relationship. And once you get over to the relationship side where your customers have a relationship with you, they're open to buying from you again and again and again and again because you've proven yourself and they trust you. There's a, so much to be said for trust. And it, it um, you know, with a membership site, it's so much easier to build that trust. Yes, I mean, I have to, I have to agree. And Stu, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to be on this call and sharing this information. For someone that's brand new, what advice would you give them about starting their first membership site? Well, I would go and watch that video that's on membershipsitesmadesimple.com. And the reason being is because it will give you insights in terms of the types of membership sites or the models that are available. And I guarantee when you watch that, you'll be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. (laughs) Because you'll see how many different possibilities there are, and some will resonate with you more than others, and I encourage you to pay attention to that. And and once you have resonated with a, a certain model, just begin thinking about how you can structure that and we could certainly have another conversation about it, but next steps would be just go to membershipsitesmadesimple.com, watch that video, and just listen to the 10 uh, membership site models because I guarantee you that it, you'll see how you can apply one of them to your existing business. And then from that point forward, then you want to uh, take the next steps after that. Definitely. And, Stu, I just want to tell you that you're one of the people that you know turned that light bulb on for me and helped me to change my life just the way – that Doug Hall did for you yeah, years ago, and I know that you've also done that for many of my students, and I think that's that's huge. Well, thank you, Connie. I mean, that really uh, it means a lot coming from you, and I appreciate that. And uh, it, you know, you you talk about the the pride that you had seeing our company grow. I, I'm the flip side of that. I mean, I've seen your business grow too by applying <laughs> all of this stuff. So you know, I am you know I told you at the platinum meeting, I'm very proud of you, and I love to see the success that you're experiencing. And you're just a great testament to everybody out there that, you know, if you get going and you just start implementing what you're learning, you great things will come from that. So it's just it's more about taking action than it is about, you know, taking the time to learn. You've definitely got to learn, but you've also got to take action on it. Yes, yes, that's the only way that we really progress. And, you know, just uh, at the end here, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, World Te- Teacher Aid, the group that you have with your wife, 
uh, Amy, and uh, you know I have been very involved with charities since I came online in, in 2006, really, and being able to help people, especially in developing nations, um, I think that's really why we're here on Earth, and I just want to thank you for what you and Amy are doing, and I'm glad to be a part of that in a small way. Well, thank you, Connie. Yeah, uh, Amy and I started our own charity uh, several years ago. We helped build schools in uh, Africa, and uh, it has been the most life-changing thing that I've ever experienced, not just for me personally, but also for my business. And this is why I'm so passionate about membership sites, uh, Connie, because here's the reality. When you have a membership site, you can give on a recurring basis knowing that it's not going to affect your daily operations. So, for example, you know we have many of our customers now who are incorporating they're giving on a recurring basis. So they give a percentage of their membership site revenue. Um, so for every new customer that they add, a percentage goes to the charity. And it's a beautiful model because as now, as you're making money on a recurring basis, you're giving on a recurring basis as well. And so I am really passionate about this because of those reasons. And I, we just see how far the dollar goes in those countries. And that's why I'm hungry to make as much as I possibly can because I know the more I make, the more I can give. And so it's just a great uh, marriage in terms of those things. And I give all the credit for that to my wife, Amy, because I would never have had those insights had she not opened my eyes to the world of really giving on a regular basis. Yeah, and she's a fellow fellow teacher like myself. So uh, as teachers, we have that, that common bond. All right, Stu, thank you so much. I want everyone listening to make sure to get over to membershipsitesmadesimple.com. You need to get started with the membership site. Like Stu's saying, it will change everything that you're doing. So take care, and thanks again, Stu. All right. Thanks, Connie. Bye-bye, everyone. This is Connie Reagan-Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to subscribe to the entire podcast series.